Hi, I'm Tiffany Patlin, host of the Tiffany Talks Health and Wellness Podcast, where I discuss tools, tips, and techniques to heal your mind, body, and soul. I am on a godly mission to heal the world. Welcome everybody to the Tiffany Talks podcast, where I talk about holistic health, mentally, physically, and spiritually. And today I'm really excited to share about this topic. Do you see yourself? Now, if that brings curiosity, great. I can't wait to share. So this came about, this title came about from my recent experience. Um, I just went to a retreat in San Diego, California. And it was hosted by the lovely Judy Thurston. If you don't know who she is, you want to know her. She um, is the author of Your Beautiful Tragedy. Um, She unfortunately lost her son uh, a couple years back. And she is just thriving and flourishing. She has the most amazing, generous heart. There's a lot of coaches out there in this world. And they're really fueled and run by money. How much money can they make instead of serving other people, genuinely helping other people. But that's not Judy. Judy genuinely cares about helping other people. She doesn't chase the money. She cares about helping you as an individual. And she has poured her love and wisdom and support into me, which is why I have been able to have these recent breakthroughs that I've been having. So at this retreat, um, it was a really wonderful thing. Everybody got to take turns and share something about their um, limiting belief because as you go through life and bad things happen, what we as human beings tend to do is we assign an emotion to whatever experience we are having at the moment. If it's a good experience, we would probably assign joy, excitement, happiness, all the things, all the good things. But when it's an, an experience that's not so good, we will assign emotions to it that might be anger, sadness, confusion. And then we start thinking that we ourselves are unworthy or we're stupid or we're not important or any other you know negative thought you can have. And that's usually because of our circumstances. That does not mean it is the truth of who you are. And I'd like to share some personal examples. So as a young child, my mother was very good at cooking and cleaning. My father was a very good provider. He went to work early every day. He came home, made sure that our food, our refrigerator was always stocked with food. But the one thing that I did not get from my parents that I really, really needed to thrive as a child was I didn't get that nurturing. I feel like I was not seen. And the reason why I feel like I was not seen is because I wasn't given the right attention, if you will. I guess you could say I experienced emotional neglect. 
Now, I don't say this to badmouth my parents in any way. This is purely just to share with you what it is that I experienced, because if you're experiencing this, then I want to help you see who you really are, which is not, you know, um, of your circumstances. That is not who you are. So I thought I grew up thinking that I was unlovable, that I was unworthy, that I didn't deserve to have a voice because my parents didn't know that that was important to teach your children to have a voice. So I grew up with a lot of these things and it affected me in life because I've been going about things the wrong way in my past when I would try to be heard. A lot of times people's go-to is they yell. If somebody feels like they they are not being heard and they are frustrated, they immediately, immediately go to that same feeling they may have felt before as a child. And it's usually, you know, high frustration. And what happens is they they don't know what to do. So they yell. Um, I had stopped doing that. I'm not perfect. Uh, there's times where you'll find me yelling, <laughs> but it's nowhere like what it used to be, where it was really on a regular basis. Um, I was pretty bad. Um, but it all came with practice. You know, I knew that by yelling, I could be creating trauma for my own children and knowing when you know better, you can do better. So once I knew better, I said, you know, I realize it's not going to happen like that overnight as much as I wish it could. Um, you got to remember a lot of times that the habits that we develop over time, they didn't just happen in one day overnight. You know, they happened for years and years and years. So it's deep in there. But that does not mean that we cannot find it and pull it out. We can. It's really a habit. And especially if you understand why you do the things you do, like let's say yelling as, you know, the example, then it helps you understand why you do the things that you do. It's not that you're broken. It's not that you're messed up. It's not that you're any of those things. You are an amazing human being. It's just that you may be suppressing some emotions from some incidences in your life and it's causing you to project, to become triggered. And that's all that is. And you can heal that. You can heal from that and you can live your life the way that you want to. You can be the type of parent that you want to. So going back to the topic, do you see yourself? So my wonderful coach, Judy, asked us all for our limiting belief. And mine, I thought it was unworthiness. I thought it was that I'm not good enough. I thought all these kind of silly things, but I'm like, you know what? That that's that's not what it is. It's like that's what I was coming up with, but that's not even what it was. And what it happened to be is it was a combination. Is that I'm afraid to be seen, and in a small way, I'm afraid to be heard. And I thought that was kind of odd because. I have a podcast. Anybody in the entire world can listen to it. So my voice is out there. I do this live. This is a live video, something that I would never have been able to do before when I was weighed down by my anxiety disorder, the social anxiety disorder, all the things. Um, uh, but I do it now. And for those of you that don't know, I am currently on the path to uh, speak on the TEDx stage to share my story and what I did and how I learned to break the chains of generational trauma because I have the heart to be a mentor for mothers, for hopeful mothers who want to break the chains of generational trauma so they can give their children the best by being their best. That is my life's purpose. And I am so grateful and happy to be able to know that so I can fulfill that. But I thought that was odd. 
how is that a limiting belief of mine? But yet I'm showing up in all these areas and places. So that was funny. You know, maybe funny is not the right word, but I found that confusing and I needed clarity. And that's the beautiful thing about these retreats is that when you find the right people, because I'm not saying every retreat is the same, you know, they're all different. And the other thing that's really important, like, for example, there could be a group of women over here and they can do the exact same, let's say, exercises, things, the agenda, you know, it can be exactly full of all the same things. Then this group over here can do the exact same things. And guess what? They will both come out having a different experience because each person that is there brings their own uniqueness, their own love, their own support, their own genius, their own experience, their own background, their own everything, their own essence. So they'll both be completely different. Um, I have yet to hear of anybody having any negative experiences, but if that it was you, then I would just encourage you to be more diligent about the next one because retreats, there's something so beautiful, especially for us women to be in an environment with other women that are on the same walk of life as you. They're there for the same reason that you're there, mainly to connect, to gain clarity and to just meet other women that are on the same path as you. It's a beautiful thing. That's why I myself offer group coaching for women because I understand how empowering it can be to be in a group of women, you know, that are on that same path as you, that have their own experiences. Somebody could see something in me that I don't see in myself. And that's exactly what I witnessed um, because I spoke my limiting belief out and I shared with them how I thought it was confusing that how is it that I'm afraid to be seen or that I'm afraid to be heard when I'm over here doing podcasts, I show up live, I'm doing, you know, I'm about to do um, my TED talk. Like, like, how is it that that didn't fit? So they helped me. And there's a few different things that were said uh, because due to being, you know, sexually taken advantage of, to put it lightly, um, several times, you tend to disassociate, Right you tend to hide and not be present because you don't want to be present for something like that. And I think I had to pull away from myself a lot. I know for a fact, I grew up thinking, you know, that my mother and father did not care about me. They did not love me. And my circumstances kind of confirmed that to me back then, but it still was not true. Um, you know, when I was in juvie and that lady told me, I've been trying to call everybody. How come nobody cares about you? It's like, wow, you don't say that to a child. Uh, but her telling me that more confirmation, the fact that I would be wandering the streets of Las Vegas, wondering where my mom and dad were, was another confirmation. Nobody cares about me. Nobody sees me. You know who did see me though? When I would be walking the streets of Las Vegas, those bad men saw me the ones that would pick me up off of the street and sexually abuse me. Those men saw me. So what I've kind of learned in, in listening to all these women and stepping back and thinking back to my experiences, it makes sense. And that's why they say that there's issues in the tissues because logically I know that I'm safe. That's why I'm able to be live and do this video. 
that's the reason why I'm on the path and I'm doing what it takes to get my story on the TEDx stage. I know that my story and my experience is bigger than me. It's not about me. I'm doing this for every single woman out there that's listening to this right now, even the ones that are not listening. I'm doing this for every single woman in the world. Um, I specifically help mothers, but that doesn't mean I don't help women in general or even younger girls because they're all headed, you know, towards their path of life. And we're all going to experience different types of situations in our life. And we need guidance. Not everybody has that guidance. And it's not because our parents or caregivers don't love us. Um, I know there are some unfortunate circumstances, but I'm not referring to that. Um, we think that we're an unlovable or that nobody cares about us or nobody sees us. Nobody hears us. Nobody will listen to us. Nobody will believe us. I know that one. That one cuts deep because there were so many times when the police would be called. My, my father has called the police on me before and he was the one that actually punched me in my face, but yet I was the one that went to jail. Um, another time my mother called the cops on me. I didn't lay my hands on her. I just yelled at her in her face. And, you know, I tried to tell them all the things about her, but I was just a problem child. So I was thrown in juvenile hall. It was always me that got put away. It was always me. Nobody ever heard me. Nobody ever believed me. And it was the most hardest life experience. And I wouldn't wish that upon anybody. So I understand what it's like to not be seen and not being heard. So with this retreat experience that I had, I started looking as why am I, am I really afraid? Is, is that, does that even correct? Am I really afraid to be seen and heard? And it turns out, yes. And it's not the logical part of my brain that's thinking that it's really my body. And that makes sense for someone who has been, you know, sexually abused for a long time. So being seen, my, my mind says you're safe and it's okay. But my body's initial reaction is, no, you're not. Because when I was seen, bad things would happen. And when I would try to speak up, my voice fell on deaf ears. And so what I've learned to do is to remind myself that I am safe. That I am safe. Not just, you know, logically, mentally, but I need to be able to feel that in my body. And <clears throat> something that somebody did for me at this retreat, and I don't have the clip ready, but I'm going to do some editing so I really want to put this clip in there um, so you can hear it. This beautiful woman, her name is Samantha. We were about done with this little assignment that we were doing, and we were about to end. And she asked if she could have just a moment, just one moment. And... She basically told me, because I'm sitting there, I have a little notepad and I'm sitting there writing stuff down that was connecting with me from what other people were expressing to me after I shared with them my limiting belief. And she asked me to just close my eyes <clears throat> and to breathe myself in. So what does that mean? I took it as breathe in the essence of myself, just like what I was explaining to you before. Two different retreats, same agenda, but because everybody's bringing their own essence, their own genius, their own person into it, they're going to be two completely different experiences and outcomes for everybody involved. So this time it was about me, for me to inhale, if you will, my own essence, my whole being, the whole of everything that I am. And I've never done anything like this before. So I was so grateful that she asked me to do this. 
So I literally, I close my eyes because I choose to be open to new things, to try new things, to see how, what kind of experience I'm going to get from it. And I'm so glad I did this. So I'm sitting there and I close my eyes. She asked me to close my eyes and to breathe in. So I literally just took in a deep breath and just imagined that I was inhaling myself. I know it might sound odd, but that's exactly what I did. And as I did that, it was like my whole body was like trembly. And, it, and I even chuckled a little bit. And you'll see this in the clip. And I told them, I said, it's, it's almost like it's overwhelming to breathe myself in. And you could hear, you know, the women like, ah, like, like, kind of, I don't know, something was clicking for them. Right. And then um, this woman, I was not expecting her to sing like this. I didn't even know she could sing like this. And I'm not going to try to sing it because I, I don't sound like that. <laughs> but basically what she did was she sang in the most beautiful voice for myself to breathe, breathe in and breathe it out, breathe out what doesn't serve me, breathe out all those negative thoughts, all those negative feelings. But this wasn't a logical mind thing. It was, I was feeling it within my body. And as I exhaled, she was telling me to imagine all my muscles just melting and getting calm. It was the most beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, so I knew I had to share it with you and I can't wait till you guys see the clip. Um, because it's something to hear it. I mean, it brought tears to my eyes. It brought tears to everybody else's eyes. I'm just sitting there breathing myself in and breathing out what doesn't serve me. And tears are just rolling down my eyes. And it was just, it was the most amazing experience ever. And um, so I wanted to share that with you. If you ever feel like anything that I've described, if you've ever had a problem with seeing who you really are, the power of who you are, the essence of who you are, there's a few things that you can do to help you. And I myself am still working on this and searching to make sure because I have a responsibility to heal and become the best that I can be. So that way I can in turn share with the world and be that much better of a coach for all of you. They say coaches need coaches. And um, I'm so glad that I have Judy because she is absolutely amazing. And um, I'm still on my healing journey. I don't think I will ever be done. And I'm so fine with that because I love learning. <laughs> learning is my favorite. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm getting that that vision of um, the movie Elf. Um, I forget the guy's name where he says, singing, singing is my favorite. Well, learning is my favorite because the more that I learn, the more I can apply things into my life. And the more I do that, the better person I become, which then in turn makes me a better mom. So therefore, my children have a much healthier, you know, life experience because they are being parented by a mother who has made the choice to heal, even though I didn't know what that looked like. I just I figured it out. I figured it out just like us moms all do when there's something that we know we need to do for our children, for our child, whatever the case may be, we will go above and beyond to do anything and everything for our children. And believe it or not, something that you can do for yourself that will benefit you as a mom, as a wife, just a simple woman in this world, a leader, a coworker, a manager, whatever the case may be, would be to make sure that you see yourself for who you really are. When's the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror and talked to yourself? 
I know it might seem very, very uncomfortable for a lot of people. That is a sign. That is a sign. Why can't you look at yourself in the mirror? Is there shame hidden somewhere in there? Shame comes a lot with women who have been, you know, taken advantage of um, sexually. That can happen. There's a lot of shame that can happen. And you know what? I even had shame there for a while about my own choices that I made. But when you start to understand and learn the reasons why we did the things that we did, why other people do things that they do, we might not even fully understand why, but just knowing, hey, they made a wrong choice. That that should be enough. That that is enough because we don't really need to understand how another person operates for us to experience healing. But within yourself, when you understand that the reason why you may have a hard time looking at yourself in the mirror is because there's shame, then you know that you should work on that because you do not deserve to walk around carrying shame. No, you don't. You deserve to walk around with your head held high, with confidence, knowing you have a past. You may have made some wrong choices yourself. We're all human. Everybody does it. No one's perfect. Remember that. But what we can do, what we do have power over, is how we respond to things, how we respond to everyday circumstances. And when we discover that there's something about us, like shame or being afraid to be seen or being afraid to be heard, that's not a bad thing. Those are what I like to call opportunities to heal. It's your body's way of cluing you in, saying like, hey, by the way, there's something in here. Can you purge it? Can you get it out? And after I share the clip with you guys um, later on, you will, I encourage you to do that. Follow along with her beautiful voice and breathe yourself in and breathe yourself out. Look at yourself in the mirror and state affirmations. If you already have some great um if you haven't done it in a while, make some new ones. Make some that are specifically talking to you, the little girl that's inside of you, or maybe the little boy that's inside of you, what have you. You, just who you are, your inner child, be the love that you may have never received. That is the, one of the most powerful things I can tell you. If you haven't been nurtured, if you were not protected, if you were not loved, if you weren't any of those things, you have the power to be all that you never received. You can be that for yourself. And those of you who believe in God know you can find your identity in Christ. He is your everything. So there's a lot of things that you can do. And uh, something else that even I had to be reminded of is, you know, my value and what it is that I have to give, because it's not like I have a list of all my accomplishments right in front of my face to see. And, but there's something to be said. So if you have a hard time realizing your worth or maybe even your value, I would encourage you to just sit down quietly somewhere maybe play some mellow music, sit outside if it's not too cold, like it's cold out here <laughs> in Utah. Um, but, you know, just write down all of your accomplishments. Don't think about anybody else, what anybody else would say or has said. It's not about them. It's about you. You're spending this alone time with yourself. Just take a moment. And think about all the things that you have done, all the good things. And you will end up feeling pretty darn good about yourself because we tend to forget. And I'm that I'm talking to myself here. I tend to forget. My husband has had to remind me the fact that I have two masters under my belt. That's a lot. You know, the fact that I am a best-selling author of this book, Unlocking Your Ability to Heal. 
I am actually now able to refer to myself as an international best-selling author because my book, um, my story, part of my story was uh, featured in the Business on Purpose book. And uh, there's a new book that's due to come out, Heal Your Heart, Heal Your Child by my dear friend, Jackie, who I'm so blessed to know. My story is going to be featured in that as well. And I know it's going to do great. I'm on the pathway to becoming a TEDx speaker. Um, I have a marketing business that is taking off. I'm currently building a few other businesses to help teach people about eating healthy, physical health and fitness, and also about, you know, um, toxic free living, how guided meditations can help you, the power of prayer, all the things, everything that I am learning, I am just giving it back to everybody. The fact that I am having prophetic experiences, the fact that I am being able to pray for people, it's just it's crazy when I actually stop and take a look back and it's not about being cocky. It's not about being prideful. It's not about being, um, you know, any of those things. It's all about how you show up, what's in here, you know? And for me, I'm proud of myself, especially from where I came from. You know, I was a 14 year old girl, literally wandering the streets of Las Vegas, cold, tired, and hungry not understanding why my mom and dad didn't know where I was, why they weren't looking for me. Why didn't they care to take care of me? I went from that to where I'm at now and I'm not going to stop. Why? Because I got a taste of what healing is like. And I'm like, whoo, let's go. <laughs> and that's, it, it's a gift. And it's a, it's a gift. I really want to give to all the women in this world that it doesn't matter what it is that you've gone through or what you've experienced in your life. The true you is inside of you and you deserve to see that you deserve to emerge into the beautiful person that you were always, always meant to be. And it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter if you never heard of this before. That's great because now you have no better, do better. And if you're already there, great. Don't stop. Keep going because we're never done learning. We never stop healing. It, we're onions, right? Or cakes, pick your, take your pick. You know, they both have layers. You know, there's always layers, layers upon layers of healing. As a matter of fact, I'll share this real quick before I let you guys go today. Um, while I was there, there was another exercise that we did where I stood in the place holding space as my friend's mother. So she was able to stare at me in my eyes Without turning away, we don't turn away. And I know that's challenging for a lot of people to do. And she spoke to me. And her mother is no longer here. And she, just the, the way, the things that she was saying, how she spoke about how much she missed her mom. And her mom, you know, didn't do things like she should have. She made her mistakes. She did this. She did that. But yet she still loves her. And she still misses her. Now, if you've been following along with my journey, you'll know that I have done great strides in healing and forgiving my own mother. And I've always felt like I'm at a I'm at a pretty good point. We have been texting each other a little bit here and there, not on a daily or even weekly basis, um, because I'm very cautious. I'm treading very lightly because of how everything has been in the past. But with this experience that I had, uh, the best way I could describe it is my heart just cracked wide open more than it had before towards my mother. I felt 
that there was a new layer of forgiveness that I didn't even know was possible to achieve. <laughs> but it was beautiful. And it all comes from continuing to be open, from continuing to find those women, you know, joining the retreats, finding coaching programs, the right people, the right people to um, be with and to listen with an open heart you know, not to be offended, but to be open and to listen, even if you don't agree, just take it in because after a couple of days, you know, you gain clarity and you just start to experience things and understand things that you didn't before. And with me, it was a new level of healing from my own mother. And I was able, I just felt compelled. It was a very strong, strong feeling. And I shared it with the group and I said, I feel I feel like visiting my mother traveling on the way back home to Utah, you know, from San Diego through because I traveled through Las Vegas to get back home to Utah. And I thought, why not stop by and just give her a hug? No expectations. That's important. No expectations. Just to go show up as a surprise and just pour my love into her. That was it. Not you did this to me and you did that and n nothing like that. No, that come on. That's not going to get anybody anywhere, you know, not, not telling her what I think she should or shouldn't do. It, nothing like that. I just felt this feeling of just showing up, hugging her so she could feel my love. And um, everybody kind of was cheering me on about that. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to challenge myself because I knew deep down I would experience another layer of healing. And let me tell you, I was scared out of my mind. She wasn't at home. She was at work. Um, I texted her. I was standing outside waiting outside of the Target. That's where she works. And uh, um, she, she wasn't coming right away. And I was getting nervous. So I'm texting all these women that are on this thread, letting them know because they were there for, for me to be supportive for me. They wanted me to record it and everything. And I did, although my husband didn't really get that good of a view. So I'll see if I can't share a little picture with you guys as well a little later. Um, but I did it. She came out and I held her and I hugged her. And afterwards I told her that I forgive her for all the mistakes that she made because I understand that she genuinely did the best that she could. Might not have been all that I needed, but I know that she did her best. And as a mom myself, I know how important that is. It would kill me to know that I made mistakes with my children because I was never taught how to do something. So I didn't pour that into them. That would kill me to know that my children harbored anger towards me to the point that they never wanted to see me again or talk to me again. So I've experienced a new level of freedom that I didn't know existed. I am soaring up high. I have even gone as far as inviting my mother to the next retreat. <laughs> so if you're a pray, if you pray, I would love it if you would help pray for me to make that happen because I think it would just be the most beautiful end, you know, it would just be a beautiful way to experience mother-daughter healing. And she deserves that. My mother has her own traumas, her own things that she didn't didn't experience as a child. She wasn't seen. She wasn't heard. So how is it that she was able to teach that to me? For whatever reason, I've been able to figure it out. And so be it. I'm grateful that I'm in a position 
where I can help my mother as well as every other mother out there in the world. So that's it for me, guys. I hope this spoke to you. I hope this serves you. And if you guys ever help with anything whatsoever, I genuinely encourage you to reach out to me. And you can do that just by visiting tiffanypatlin.com. And you are welcome to schedule a complimentary call with me. I would love to learn all about you and where you're at and just to see what your healing path looks like for you. That's it for me, guys. I'm signing off until the next episode. Bye now.